Hello, everyone. This is Mark Anthony with Edge on RegenShow.com. As you all know, we bring the best of the best doctors, nurses, practitioners, neurologists on this show. Why? Because of you. How many of you have had help from the show? I know I have. I remember years ago when I had a slip disc, I was in so much pain. I went to the big box doctor. Yes, the big box doctor where they give you all these pills. And let me tell you something. I was getting worse and worse and worse. I was out of school for about a year almost because I couldn't sleep on a bed. Somebody told me you really should go visit a chiropractor. I laughed and I said, okay, whatever. And I was like a sheeple at the time. I said, what? I'm not going to go visit the whack, some whack doctor. Funny part is I went to go visit and my life changed forever. He was a regenerative medicine doctor, believed in, in not just helping people, but finding the root of the problem. And the beautiful thing about today is we will be talking uh, today with Cheryl Flatfelt. She is a nurse practitioner, certified uh, nurse, and you can find her at 856-751-2100, 856-751-2100. And hopefully I'll say this correctly. Her business is Verapel, verapel.com, V-E-R-V-I-R-A-P-E-L.com, V-I-R-A-P-E-L.com. That's for my Spotify people. Today, we're going to be talking about testosterone. As you all know, there are so many misnomers about testosterone. And of course, everybody goes to Dr. Google. And today we're going to talk about why pellets. Why pellets? They may be better than injection. That's what we're going to find out today. Again, thank you so much, Cheryl, for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your how you 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 came to focusing on 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 helping people and 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 talk because we'll get right into testosterone, low T, and the causes of low T. But before we do that, tell us about you, how you got into this, and maybe your journey. Sure, um, I'm a women's health nurse practitioner since 1996, and um, I, as as myself, I became actually a patient. Um, getting receiving testosterone pellets. Um, so for so I know we're talking about men today, but women also need their hormones um, optimized, so depending on where they are in their life. And I was perimenopausal. So that's when testosterone for women will start to drop and women can become symptomatic. And I was just really, really tired. And um, my doctor suggested we did some blood work and my testosterone was low. And she sent me to see Dr. Miller, who had a practice um, where he did bioidentical hormone replacement therapy using pellets. Um, so I became a patient of his and getting testosterone and bringing my levels back to what they used to be changed my life. So I went from feeling tired, um, not motivated, gaining weight, uh, kind of depressed to getting my life back and feeling motivated again and, and just enjoying life. And, um, so I said to him, Hey, if you ever need a nurse practitioner, let me know. So a couple of years later he did. And I started working in the practice with him. Um, and that's when I started expanding my understanding of, of, of pellets. And, um, so I started treating men as well as women. So I have wow. been treating wow. men for about 10 years now. 
in this and, in this and how about women same thing treatment? yeah same. so we have women we have uh male and female patients that come into our practice and um i like you um you know, I, I was having some trouble sleeping and I went to my doctor and it's, you know, they just say here, take um, a sleeping pill. I had restless leg syndrome. They said, here, take this medication. And I didn't get better. And through what I was doing with Dr. Miller with the bioidentical hormones, um, I started doing a lot of research and um, functional medicine is, is fascinating because, it, you know, as you said, it gets to the root cause of problems. So instead of using a, a sleeping pill, you know, look at, um, for sleep, you look at mm. nutrient nutritional deficiencies. So in my case, most likely it was low magnesium, mm. um, sleep hygiene. And so the kind of the light bulb moment for me was I need to, I want to really rethink how I'm treating patients. So I look at the big picture and try to understand, you know, why are they feeling this way? So it's not just about replacing testosterone, mm -hmm. um, for men, but I also look at lifestyle, diet, nutrition, sleep, stress, nutritional deficiencies. Um, so that became my passion because I really think that the goal is with testosterone replacement therapy for men is to feel better now, you know, really feel like my, my, my saying is, you know, my website says feel 30 something again. So feel great, but also it helps you to age uh, better. So we don't necessarily have to develop high blood pressure, diabetes, obesity, sarcopenia, which is muscle loss. Mm -hmm. um, testosterone can help decrease the risk of developing um, those chronic conditions that we think are so common. Um, and, um, you know, along with lifestyle uh, changes as well. So that became my passion just to help my patients age really, really healthy. So they don't have to be taking a million medications, mm -hmm. you know, end up feeble using walkers and end of life, not quality. Wow. I love that. So which, so what I hear you saying is that symptoms from low T could be a few things of just not having it up and go anymore. Just tired on the regular, the coffee isn't working. Um, just not maybe motivated when you, when you work all day, you don't want to do anything. These are, I'm saying these are signs of course, getting older, but you mentioned something that it helps you feel a lot younger. Um, does it, do you, do you believe that not only does it help you feel a lot younger, but is, is our pellets or testosterone, is it good for your body? Is it good for your heart? Is it good for, you know, just like a lot of people don't know, they, we hear things online that, you know, it can give you cancer, it could give you symptoms, but I don't know, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, there's definitely a lot of misinformation online. There's also misinformation depending on which which providers you're talking to, unfortunately. Sure. Um, but it has made a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of really good research that's just coming out all the time. If you do a, a PubMed search, you're going to get a lot of good papers. And it is hopefully becoming more mainstream with um, mainstream providers. Um, but testosterone therapy does not cause cancer. It does not cause prostate cancer. It does not cause heart attacks. It does not cause strokes. Actually, there's many studies that show it actually can help decrease the risk of that, of those, you know, cardiovascular disease. Um, it, it doesn't cause, it really just helps you to age a lot better. So it decreases risk of osteoporosis, you know, heart disease, diabetes. Um, and 
potentially dementia as well. So there's, yeah. So there's many studies that show that men who age with an optimal testosterone level do much better, much, much better. My oldest male patient is 80. Um, I've got quite a few uh, male patients in their seventies. I actually, I'm from New Jersey and it's Mm -hmm. the garden state. And I have two male patients. They're both in their seventies who are farmers and they come in every five months and they're just doing so well. Um, so it's, it's really like, you know, the fountain of youth, um, it's not a magic bullet. Again, we always, I always stress all the lifestyle. Um, but the great thing about testosterone, you know, when a man becomes symptomatic, Mm -hmm. so they go through what we call andropause, you know, as you get older, testosterone levels will decline. Um, and then when that happens, a lot of men will feel less motivated, tired, they'll start to gain weight, they'll start to lose muscle, they may get anxiety, uh, trouble sleeping, sometimes depression. Um, and then it can also have decreased um, libido and, and problems um, maintaining and getting an erection. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they come in and they, and, you know, I do my evaluation, we do blood work, we go over what everything they're doing in their life. Um, once they get their insertion, once the pellets are placed, four weeks later is when it kicks in. And oh, literally, wow. yeah. And my favorite part of my, of what I do with my patients, I get to call them or they come in depending six weeks after that first insertion. And 99% of the time they're like, oh my gosh, I feel so great. Just like I used to I have my life back. And that's, that's the, that's the magic because then they have energy again, they have motivation. So then they're more likely and, you know, to start exercising again and choosing the right foods and motivated to getting a, a good sleep cycle. Um, so it, it really just helps them choose the right course as, you know, things to do as, as they're aging. So, so I struggle a little bit with this because I hear a lot of, I hear 50% of people saying, you know, the injection works a lot better. Um, then I also had other 50% hey pallets work a lot better. Do you think it's, do you think it's just because everybody's, everybody's, everybody's body's different or? Yeah, that plays a role. Um, it's definitely individualized. Mm-hmm. And um, I do provide um, injections in okay. my practice and I can also uh, prescribe cream, bioidentical cream mm-hmm. from compounding pharmacy. Um, unfortunately, the, the cream or the, the gel that's available through a commercial pharmacy um, is, it's just not enough. It's really not going to make that much of a difference. Um, but I think that in from what I see, and I've been doing this for about 10 years, most of my patients prefer pellets because uh, once they're placed, they don't have to think about it until they're ready for the next insertion, which is anywhere, depending on, on the, on the patient, anywhere between four or five or six months. Um, so once the pellets are placed under the skin, the blood vessels will wrap around them. And then every time your heart beats, it the blood flows over the pellets and just puts the testosterone right into your blood system and it gets to all your tissues and organs. So for example, when you're working out, your heartbeat is faster, you're going to get more of a, of a, of a bolus of the um, testosterone. So it's more of a steady state. It doesn't wow. go up and down. I have a, a fly in here. Um, <laughs> so it, it does mimic how the testosterone is released from your own body in a pulsatile manner. So it's definitely going to make you feel like you know, more of a steady state. 
Um, and so most men, I feel like that better. Um, you know, the trick is to, when you, when you're getting pellets, the trick is to get in for your next insertion before they, it drops too much. And that's kind of the art of, you know, of dosing. So I tell all my new patients that it will, it's a process. It's not going to happen overnight. It can take sometimes two to three insertions to get the perfect dose, I see. And the perfect time frame. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we will make adjustments as we, as we go through that process. Wow. So most of the men do, do like that. Um, I, especially my older, my older patients, you know, um, it's easier for them. Now, I think injections definitely are great as well. And I do see more of the younger male population wanting the injections. Um, and injections have come a long way. It used to be, you know, a, a big, long needle, intramuscular needle, like once a week, once every 10 days. And it's still that way. Some some providers will have that protocol. So that's not a great way to do it. Um, how I do it, it's a sub-Q. So it's a really, really tiny needle. And it's anywhere between two to three times a week of an injection, like in an insulin syringe, really, really tiny. So that definitely works better. Um, so for men, you know, younger men, a lot of their friends are doing the injections. That's what they want to do. And, and that's fine. Um, you know, they're going to get good levels and we do it every like 3.5 days of an injection. So they're, cause with injections, you inject, you get a high, you know, high dose, a high level right. serum level, and then it drops. So the trick is to, you know, by doing it two to three times a week, mm-hmm. you're going to miss, you know, prevent that big, big drop. Wow. Okay. So that's, saying, well. that's two to three times a week for the, for the needle, correct? Correct. Okay. So most, most of the time too, it, it, it's sometimes we have to do three. Wow. I know that if I were to get it, I would probably go for the, the pallets already. So tell us about the yeah. pallets. So is that, is that every three weeks, every month? Yeah. How does so, that work? The so pellets are the, the insertion is anywhere between four, five, or six months. So that's the only, so, so twice, I have to, uh, twice a year. Yeah. Twice a year, sometimes three, you know, I, I oh. find my, my patients who are really active, they're in the gym a lot, which is great. You know, mm-hmm. lift strength training is so important. Um, and younger, you know, metabolism, they may need to come in every four months. Um, the, Still, it's better than three times a week. Yeah. And the, and the way I um, do my insertions, the, where I put them and how I, how I go in and the pellets that I use um, make the um, insertion superior to maybe how other providers let's do. talk let's talk about that how, how how would that look like i know you don't have anything in front of you yeah but i don't have how would, how would that look like is it do you like numb the the buttocks yes. and you and yeah um then you stick the needle in i don't know or is it yeah so um you'll be laying on your side facing okay. the wall away from me and i i usually work in the, the love handle area and that's that's a, a big difference um i years ago i was taught to do more of the hip area which is fine. Sometimes I still have to do that if there's not enough love handle. Mm-hmm. So that's the funny thing. I always tell my patients, I hope you have enough love handle for me to do this. Um, but I really don't want you to have any love handles because I want you to work it out. But, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I just need a little bit. And that's that's the site we use uh, if we can. And I use um, numbing medication. So it's a, it's an injection lidocaine. Right. 
um, with some little bit of epinephrine, some bicarb. And that's the part that hurts. You know, I tell them count to 10 and it's all over. So I, I do a little spot, make sure everything is numb. Before I start, I, I always test to make sure they don't feel anything. Um, I use a, a blade. So I'll say, do you feel any pricking? And if everything's good, I start. Um, the incision is really, really tiny. It's just kind of like a puncture wound uh, with, with the needle part of the blade. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then once um, that's um, opened, then I use what's called a trocar, which is um, a stainless steel sterile instrument. It's It looks like, um, it, it, like a pen with a point on one end and it's hollow. So that goes under the skin. And then I deposit the pellets in through that hollow tube and then push them in. About how many pallets do you put in them? It depends on the dose, um, but I would say anywhere between six to 12 pellets. And the size, is it like the size of a rice grain or smaller? Yeah, so for men, it's usually like a long grain of rice. The pellets come in 100 and 200 milligram doses per, per pellet. Mm -hmm. um, the way I go in is, is more of a weaving technique. And um, I, the way I place it, it's in a fan presentation. So it's they're spread out. That's mm -hmm. kind of the trick. And... Um, so, and then that's it. I just use some stereo strips to close it up. You don't even need sutures because it's so tiny. Wow. Yeah. Pressure dressing and, and they're good to go. And restrictions really are um, in that, with that type of insertion. Um, it's more just like, be careful with the twisting mm -hmm. and, um, you know, no heavy workouts, maybe for just a couple days. Mm -hmm. um, and that's it. Wow. So they don't have to take off work or anything like that? Nothing. Like they can go back to work. Oh, wow. I bet you some of them. Could you just write me up a little nurse? Yeah. <laughs> I need one and day I have, off the plan. And I have a lot of active patients. I have firemen. I have police officers. You know, I have farmers. Like I said, I have all different different professions. Okay. And okay. all so happy when they come in. Oh, yeah, I'm getting my pellets. You know, they're happy. Oh, We're oh happy yeah. They want, they miss that feeling. And they yeah. don't want to leave that because right. they don't want to go back to how they were feeling. Right. Which is a beautiful thing. Now, is there anything in the palates? Like, what is in the palate? Is it, is it, is it plant cells? Um, so, yeah. So it comes from the ones that I use um, come from, from yams and the compounding. Yeah. yeah the compounding pharmacy. I, I can't, I, I can't explain how wow. they do Thanksgiving's it. early. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they put it through a process where it's compounded into this, into this, the pellet form. Um, so the bioidentical, what that means is that that um, molecular structure that comes from the, from the yam is bioidentical to what your body produced. So that's all Amazing. bioidentical means. So it's, it's a very, really good fit. So side effect profile is pretty low. So the shot, okay, so it's bioidentical, so it's pretty much the exact same thing that's already what your body right. creates. What I'm hearing you say now, on the injection, is it the same thing? It's not. That's testosterone cypionate. So it's, it isn't synthetic, mm -hmm. um, but it still it, it's, works very well. And it's, it's not, um, the side effect profile is very, very similar. So it's, it's not necessary for testosterone to, to be bioidentical. It's really more important for women with estradiol progesterone mm -hmm. that, that definitely needs to be uh, bioidentical versus a synthetic. And that's a whole other podcast, but, um, okay. Okay. Yeah. So the, um, you know, the, so the testosterone cypionate with this, the injections and the bioidentical pellets, the bioidentical testosterone cream, very, very similar. Mm. Okay. Wow. So 
for the men and the women, do you treat them both pretty much the same or is there, is there a difference when you're treating? And the, the insertion, you know, technique and, and how we do it is, is, is very similar. The, the difference is men, um, their testosterone levels are a lot higher. Their dose is going to be a lot higher than a female dose. So a, a male dose can be, let's say 2000 milligrams, a female dose can be like 112.5 milligrams, 125 milligrams. So you can see a big difference. Mm -hmm. So because there's a big dose for men, they're going to have a lot more pellets going in. Females will have, you know, one or two tight and they're even smaller, a lot smaller, they're like Tic Tacs. So okay. it's like, takes me a second to do a, an insertion for a female versus, you know, a male. Um, other than that though, everything is the same. You know, we do the blood work, um, women, it's, it's testosterone and it's estradiol that's going in um, as a pellet under mm. the skin. And then they take progesterone orally at night. So, you know, totally, def definitely different, but similar. the same side effects as in feeling better. Yeah, There's different stronger. side effects because estradiol and progesterone are, you know, different than testosterone. Mm -hmm. um, and men and women do have potential for different side effects from the testosterone than men do. Okay. What would the side effects be for the, maybe some side effects that would be for the men? For the men, yes. it's tolerated very, very well. Um, so we don't see many side effects, but mm -hmm. if we were to see some, um, I would say acne, we would definitely see some acne. Okay. Um, it's, you know, I tell my patients, if you had acne as an adolescent, it, you may see some acne present. Um, usually it's very transient, self-limiting, um, at four, four to six weeks post first insertion is when you may see it. Um, usually it resolves on its own. And if not, then, you know, I can treat it. I, I like to do a topical treatment, not, you know, oral or antibiotics. And then sometimes, you know, that's when we would consider if we need to decreasing the dose at the next insertion. Oh, I see. Cause I've seen some people where people that are bodybuilders that they'll have the whole entire backs. Yeah. I'm like, yes. whoa, man. Like, is that means they're yes. taking too much. That, well, not potentially too much. And it could be anabolic steroids, a totally different thing. Um, and with injections, so that, so there is a little bit, sometimes a difference of side effects with the injections versus the pellets. So I think we see a little bit more potential acne side effect mm -hmm. with injection. Uh, testosterone injections, be, and it's more because of the the roller coaster effect, where you're up and down, up and down, the fluctuation in hormone. Um, so, with again with pellets, it's I, out of all my male patients right now, I maybe have two, two or three that get a little bit of mm -hmm. acne. Okay, it's it's yeah. just depending on the person. Some people are more sensitive. Yeah. Okay. And again, then, yeah. And is so that the same? Is that the same with the women too? Is that or is that a little bit different? A little bit different for women. Yeah. Okay. Acne is similar for women. Um, you know, and, and when there's a side effect for with the acne, it's 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 due to the DHT. So when you get testosterone, your DHT levels are going to go up. And so DHT for women can cause acne. It's not that common, but it can happen. Um, it can cause increased facial hair for my female patients. And that's definitely what I see the most. Um, I have never had a female patient stop getting treatment because of the facial hair. Mm -hmm. Um, and rarely, but it can cause androgenic hair loss, which is DHT induced male pattern hair loss for women. Mm -hmm. Um, so, oh, I see. Yeah. But we, oh, you wow. know, we, we really make sure, um, our dosing is, is, um, you know, we don't do high, high doses for women. Um, I use a, um, 
a um, calculator, um, a dose, a dose dosing calculator from the um, company where I was trained. And mm-hmm. so to get my doses for both men and women, um, I use different parameters. So it's, it's blood work, it's activity level, it's height, it's weight, symptoms. Um, and then we come up with a dose. Uh, so I do that for my first, for my first insertion, but honestly, mm-hmm. I've only been doing that for two years prior to that. I was doing my own dosing and it's pretty much the same what I've used to, used to do, but I like, I like using the, the dosing calculator. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. I have one more question. Actually, maybe two. Yeah. Uh, what, what would you say, what is the, the testosterone um, siphonate injections? I've, I've heard of that. The what, testosterone siphonate? Yeah. Siphonate inje- yeah, injections. So that's, that's what we were, we were talking about before. So that's, mm-hmm. um, so men will, you know, they come in, same thing. We, I do their medical history, do the mm-hmm. blood work. And if, and if, if that is a better fit for them versus the pellets. The pellets. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So then they would do the injections and it's just, I teach them how to inject and then they do it on their own. Oh, wow. Which makes it much more convenient. Wow. Is it more affordable if they do it on their own? Is there, is there uh, pros they, and a cons to that or? Well, the pro is that they don't, you know, they don't have to come, have to come in all the time, <laughs> come in all the time. And it, again, it's such a tiny needle. Most, most men do really, really well with it. I mean, I, if I have a patient that is, has a needle phobia, you know, they may be better off with the pellets or if they really do still want to do the injections we mm-hmm. certainly can do it in the office. They'd come in two, you know, twice a week and that's not a problem either. Okay. Wow. So h- how many would you say from one to 10, 10 being high, one being low out of say 10 men will take the pellets versus I would, I would say seven, seven to eight. We'll take the pellets. Wow. Well, yeah. It's, well, it's cause I, at least where I'm at, I, I'm always hearing from the men. They love the injections. I'm like, I yeah. don't I understand it. Just give me a pellet. Right. Um, you know, I'm, I'm starting to get more younger men, male patients coming in. And, and so that may change for me. That trend may be starting to, cause I, I find the, the younger guys usually want the injections. Not always. I mean, I, I do have a lot of younger men, you know, with the pellets as well. So if, if let's just pretend I came in there and I say, okay, I want to do the pallets. Does it work that way? Or do you have to do blood testing on me and say, well, we need regardless, to see your levels are no matter what, even if you want them, we have to go by or does it work? Yeah. Regardless way? of what method you want to choose, uh-huh. it's all, we always have to do blood work first. What so, if my levels are fine, but I don't feel that way. So we really, you don't really want to treat to the number you want to treat to symptoms and how somebody feels. Oh, okay. But of course, you know, if you have any like a high test, you know, total testosterone and free testosterone and other things that we look at, um, I'm not, I will definitely start instead. We'll work on lifestyle changes first because, you know, there's a lot of things, unfortunately, in our environment that is causing younger men to have lower testosterone. It's a phenomenon, unfortunately. It's global, but, you know, in America, we do have a lot of toxins in our environment and our food and our water and our skincare, you know, so many things it's, yeah, it's not good, you know, and, and stress and, and not sleeping. <laughs> so all of that can, you know, is causing these is one of the factors of, of causing younger men to have lower testosterone. So if I have a young male patient whose numbers aren't that bad and, you know, I, I definitely will try all of that first. Um, to help him make some changes so he doesn't have to start testosterone until he's older. Okay. So example, I'm 47 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel things have slowed down a little bit, of course, but you know, I still have that up and go, which is great. I eat yeah. well, 
take care of myself, all that fun stuff. Just because I do that, it doesn't mean that I, it might still, that I mean that I still need testosterone. Yeah, depending on what your levels are, um, again, looking at the, the long term, we want you to age healthy. Um, we know having a, a maintaining a good testosterone level can decrease the risk of developing all the diseases that we mentioned before. So, um, and you'd be surprised that after someone who's not terribly symptomatic, but has a low total and a low free testosterone, um, after getting um, their their um, testosterone replaced and it's a, it's a higher number, they feel you know they'll say, oh my gosh, I didn't realize actually how much more energy I you know how much energy I didn't have and that now that I have more energy and everything else that comes along with it, stronger in the gym, better exercise recovery more focus at work. So does it also help you with like, um, I'm not just trying, I'm not making stuff up, but maybe helping you getting sick less or stuff like that because what, was it, what did you say? Getting sick less. Well, not because the body's that. regenerating. I'm just, I, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm almost kind of talking and talking about it almost like a stem cell. I know it's not, but right. Right. It, it almost sounds like it acts like that towards some of the body parts. Not directly. But there's, I, I would say indirectly, because okay. it's giving you that, that sense of vitality, well-being, motivation. So you're Correct. more likely to choose the things that are going to help your immune system, which is sleep, you know, you're, and, and exercise and eating well and drinking water, you know, all, all the things that we always talk about in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, so indirectly, I, I, you know, I think men who are on testosterone therapy are aware of the benefits. So they're already kind of tuned into wanting to be healthier. So they're probably already that patient population who knows, you know, wants to do other things to improve their health, including their immune system. Hmm. Unbelievable. It's, it's funny because I've, I've got a couple of friends that take the, uh, the shot. Yeah. And, and it's interesting how they look. I have a friend who's like, almost 70. The guy looks like he's a Terminator. I'm like, <laughs> like for real, I'm not just saying that. Yeah. You so know, he, he obviously amazing. goes to the gym and he, and he strength trains because yeah. that's a, you know, that's one of the myths. Like uh, some men are afraid to start testosterone. They think it's just going to make them, you know, to the Hulk. You're like, like oh, you work out. Right. <laughs> most of my patients are not, don't, you know, have the dad bod, right. They're not, they're not doing that. Right. Um, but the ones who want to, yeah, the testosterone is definitely going to help you achieve your goals. Wow. So if, what would you say to somebody that was maybe really not sure? They're like, you know what? Because sometimes you can get paralysis by analysis. You see so much on the internet and you see so much information, your brain turns off. And so they're like, okay, well, you know, what would you recommend if you have someone there that's like almost at the, at the, um, at the bridge to say, you know, I want to do maybe even looking at testosterone. What would you recommend to them to do? And my second part, are you able to work with people that's say far away that say they flew in and then you show them how to do it and then you can kind of be their their carrier and help them out? Yeah. So I'll answer the second part first. Um, yeah, we can do that. You know, they do, do, they, for injections, they do need to come in for that first, you know, first visit to, to learn how to inject. Um, as for pellets, I, so I'm in New Jersey, but I have patients that drive from New York, Pennsylvania, Delaware, um, Florida, back and forth. I have a lot of patients who 
have second homes in Florida. So they're back and forth all the time, sometimes just flying in to get their pellets and then they go home. Um, and um, as for a, a patient who might be on the fence, and I've, and I've had that before, um, I'll spend time with them in the office, going over the blood work, going over their symptoms, and then really taking a deep dive into what is happening in, in their life that maybe is making them not feel as well as, as they should. And I'll say, I'm willing to work with you if you want to work on your diet. I, I always check vitamin D, B12, you know, that plays a role. I also will look at thyroid on everyone. So an underactive thyroid gland can mimic low testosterone symptoms. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you always want to rule things out. And um, if we can find another reason for it, then absolutely, you know, I'm all for that. And um, so not every, every man is going to need testosterone. So, um, mm -hmm. so I try to oh, work, wow. you know, meet the patient where they are. And, and I've had that a couple of times and, and most of the time though, after I would say six months to a year, most of those men have decided to come in and go ahead and, and start therapy. And I just, you just Looks paused. Like we we, we just, just paused. We just paused. It's all okay. Yeah. Yeah. So those that are listening on Spotify, there was a pausing moment. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we're back. Yeah. But we are back. Yeah. So, wow. This so, is, yeah, I, I, I've actually learned a lot from, from this. Um, it, it's, it's interesting. We, we live in a world that's looking for something quick and right. fast and that could be good, but also it could be damaging. And uh, I, I, what I've learned in, in, in talking with a lot of doctors and nurse practitioners is that I'm hearing a lot about the pellets, you know, and how it's helping you get the more energy and helping your libido. Um, and a lot of men don't like to talk about that. Right. A lot of us men will just shut off because we're embarrassed or like, okay, I'm just getting older, but you don't have to feel that way anymore gentlemen and women, right? you know, so um, I want to say thank you so much for being here on the show. We're going to have you on again. I already, already know another topic, but before we do our, um, you know, what I want everyone to know is that right now you can find uh, nurse practitioner Cheryl Felt at 856-751-2100, 856-751-2100. And where can they find you on the address for your website? At virapel.com. <laughs> and the, na the name is um, a combination of the word virility and pellet, virapel. That's how that. That's name brilliant. <laughs> who who came up with that? Was it you? It was not me. It was not me. Um, Dr. Miller. Um, mm -hmm. he, he has retired, so I'm 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 the owner of the practice now. But he uh -huh. he and his team, 10, 15 years ago, came up with that name. I love it. So, my friends out there in internet land, v i r a p e l dot com. For those of you that are driving, v i r a p e l dot com. What are other things that you work also in your office? Um, so um, I just starting and I'm really passionate about it, the peptide world. So there's a lot of really, really great peptides that, um, you know, regenerative medicine, anti-aging medicine that can really help us feel really well and, and age well. Um, I also help 
Uh, we have a comprehensive weight loss program. So looking at nutrition, exercise, medication when indicated. Um, Ooh, I like that. What, what, what do you use for that? If you don't mind me asking, like, what does that look like with the weight loss program? Are they the drops? Are they eating? So most of the time it's going to be a peptide, okay. a, weekly, a weekly peptide, um, which helps um, decrease energy. I mean, sorry, decrease appetite. Um, and we use it as, but we stress that, you know, if we're going to use a medication, it's really, it's a tool and we're going to use this time to work on lifestyle changes mm. so that when you do come off the medication, you're not going to gain back the weight. So that's, that's the goal. Wow. I like that. So peptide weight, it's like, so basically what I'm hearing you say, it's like a peptide weight loss program. Correct. Yeah. And there's other medications if, you know, if, if needed, but that's, mm -hmm. the, they're the ones that work the best. My favorite new, new peptide is CJC 12, new to me, CJC 1295 with ipermorelin. So that's, um that's wow. like peptide for the masses. And wow. it's, it's a lot, a lot, a lot of benefits. Well, and we will not be, <laughs> and we will not be talking about that today, but I, I peaking my, I like my interest. You know, I like to experiment on myself, my husband uh -huh. and myself, uh -huh. so I can tell my patients, yeah, this really works. I love it. Uh, if my husband's on the ground, we're not going to use it. We're, we'll, we'll be fine. <laughs> He'll get over it. He's been my patient for 10 years. <laughs> I've been like, honey, yeah, you don't want to promote. <laughs> Anyways, you've been awesome. Thank, Thank you. you so much. And uh, we will be talking again soon. Thanks for having me. Of course.